Hot. This is Corncast episode 2, Hold On To Your Corn. It is Monday, September 9th, 2019, and boy do we got a lot to talk about all things corn. Corn, corn, corn. The news doesn't stop coming, the fun doesn't stop flowing, we are in it to win it. Here we go, and to start us off, we'd like, as we always do here at the Corncast, to give a brief little flow little little look at what's happening around the world in corn so prices have dropped once again um it's just this is politics guys it's no need to be concerned um like the episode is called just hold on to your corn i wouldn't um i wouldn't worry about getting rid of it yet it's um It'll bounce back. It'll come back. It dropped a little bit. We need we need the corn farmers to be a little bit happier here because they're gonna have some tough times. They got a they got a late start this year. They're expecting uh, an earlier than normal frost coming, which uh, could uh, could affect our yields a little bit. But we're gonna stay strong. The corn farmers are resilient. We can count on them. We can count on them to take care of our corn. They will do whatever it takes. To take care of their corn, which one day will hopefully be our corn in our house, which we can eat and feed to our family and friends. So we need to support them so our family and friends don't go hungry. I'm taking a recent look at some corn news as Trump tries to get more corn exported out of the U.S. to make big corn more money. And to get him more votes for the upcoming election, he has tried to strike a deal with Japan. And the funny thing is, getting into it and studying this extensively for days and days, Japan doesn't really want our corn, well, the U.S.'s corn. See, they have a corn bug infestation, which Trump is trying to take advantage of, so that the Japanese don't go hungry off of not having enough corn because of the bug. Now, environmental reports coming out of Japan are saying that the pest infestation won't change the bottom line all that much in the corn consumption spectrum of Japan. But we must note, Japan is the second largest importer of American corn. Behind Mexico, funny enough. That's a whole other podcast. Corn came from Mexico, and now the Americans are selling them all the corn. It's crazy. But I digress. Japan is claiming fake news back at Trump. And Trump is saying that Japan needs his corn. The state's corn. So this is just... Another little uh, little blip on the balancing act that he has to balance between big oil and big corn. He needs both of them happy. And making everyone happy doesn't always happen. 
or more more often than not will not happen but it's in their game to try to try to befriend every group and everyone to get their votes and they'll say whatever they gotta say and s somehow try to do try to make us think they're doing whatever they have to do to get corn on the votes but will corn go with trump in 2020 we're, we're gonna see how things play out we're gonna monitor this story very closely it's um it's developing as we speak Every new week, we're going to have some new look at um, where this corn deal is going. Um, they got an excess amount of corn sitting in the stocks in the States, um, not being shipped out. And there's money in that corn. So they're trying to figure that one out. And let's see here. So that's a little corn talk for you guys to start things off, keeping it smooth. Keeping it nice, keep you guys thinking, and then let's step into another fun segment we like to do here on this show, show called The More You Corn, where we talk corn facts, corn uses, and all things corn. Corn, 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 corn. So, as the years have progressed and my research has deepened and more and more of my life is focused around... Um, corn info and corn knowledge and the subtle nuances in the world of corn uh, it has led me to pick up on some of the various medical uses of corn and boy did they blow my corn so diabetes some of us have it some of us don't a lot of us do though and it's a problem but luckily Penicillin is around to help us with our diabetes. And one part of penicillin is, of course, that you don't just pluck it off, pluck it off the ground, pluck it out of, out of the tree. The penicillin is not growing on the trees. It's growing in the dishes. Growing, more specifically, dishes in labs. And a byproduct for making cornstarch and other corn products is um, the water used to steep corn. This water has been found to grow large quantities of penicillin when all the other ingredients are at play sitting in the corn liquor. Corn liquor greatly helps the growth of penicillin. Penicillin greatly helps the lives of the diabetics. And diabetics, as we all know, are nice, fun people. Quote me if I'm wrong, but John Candy, correct me if I'm wrong, but John Candy was a diabetic and he was hilarious. So we need to keep the diabetics around. We need penicillin and we need a lot of it. So we need corn steep liquor to grow it in. So Corn steep liquor, we need corn. So let's keep the corn coming. Next week, we'll get into all sorts of other fun corn facts and uses. Yes, very fun. Okay, kicking it out to another segment that we here at the Corncast love, love, love is corn recipes. Recipes about recipes used and made with corn. We love eating it. We love feeding, feeding our friends and family it. 
So let's learn um, how to cook with it. Uh, there's many varieties and many directions you can go when cooking with corn. It's delicious, it's nutritious, and you know what, it's just one heck of a fun time when it comes down to cooking with corn. So to start it off, I figured we'd do some basic corn sippies. Um, coming home from work late, you gotta take the kids to soccer practice, you don't got much time, you know, the budget might be a bit thin, uh, Billy needed new glasses, so we're gonna look at corn meals on a budget. And so these are some of my favorite one ingredient, one ingredient corn recipes. You, you can make corn work for your budget and your taste. So one of the ways I often start my day every morning is corn cereal, be it canned, off the cob, frozen, any will do. You put it in a dish, a little bit of milk, a little bit of water, whatever your preference, and you start your day out with a nice corn boost of energy to get you out of that door, get you working hard, and keeping you happy. A little later on, one might decide to have some hot corn, be it canned, off the cob, or frozen. Take a little bit of corn, pop it in the microwave, take it out, grab a fork, a spoon, whatever, chopsticks if you're of Asian descent, and enjoy some hot, delicious corn. One ingredient, 30 seconds, really, and bam, wham, thank you, ma'am. What a tasty meal. Okay, so need a little something to go with your hot corn? How about some corn salad? And now I know I said this was one ingredient corn recipes, but feel free if you have a little something, a little, little lemon kicking around, a little lemon juice on this. Ooh boy, does it really kick things up a notch. But take any corn you may have lying around, canned, off the cob, or frozen, put it in a bowl, tang it up with a little lemon zest and juice, and dig right in. Mmm, boy, delicious. And what, and you're thinking, wow, these are all such great recipes, but what in the world am I gonna wash all this tasty corn food down with? Two words, simple as pie, corn juice. Take some corn, Put it in a bowl, mash it down, grab a coffee filter, strain it out, put it in a cup, couple ice cubes, mmm boy, drink it down, wash down all that good corn salad, all that hot corn, and well heck, there you go. That's one whole meal, three simple recipes plus a bonus breakfast recipe coming at you. Coming at you from Corn, Corn Town, Corn Town, Canada. There's some corn recipes for you. Mm. And now a little advertisement. This is the corn cleanse. Mm. Now a little word from our sponsors. Try Corn Cleanse's newest corn cleanse, Yellow Fever. 
Morning, day, and night have never felt so right. Just sip some corn and feel reborn. A kernel a day keeps the doctor away. This six-month cleanse comes in at a low price of $599.99. But for my listeners only, get the first two months free by using the promo code CORNCAST and only pay a breezy $599.97. And as all my listeners know, all the proceeds from my advertising goes to the Corn for Kids Foundation. Feeding kids full of corn... For years now, it's running strong, and we're going to keep it going, keep these advertisements coming, and support a good cause. Okay, now back into the podcast. Here's a new segment we're debuting, debuting for episode 2 that we like to call Corn Spiracies. Corn goes deeper than you think. And now we know it's in the news, but it's also... Corn makes its way around. It's not the most... It's involved in a lot more than we would think. Let's just, uh, let's just run through the quick list of a few corn spiracies here. Um, Corngate. Once again, politics are throwing corn's good name under the bus. And I got a message for you, Hillary Rodham Clinton, and you other donkeys out there. Please get innocent corn out of your disgusting pizza shops. Hmm. Unbelievable. Corn trails. Genetically modified chem corn being dropped out of the sky daily, doing gosh knows what to our brains. What are those... What are those trails in the sky? Well... Some, uh, some people have been led to believe that they're, uh, chem corn. Genetically modified chem corn. Leaving corn trails. Putting who knows what into our corn, turning it evil, turning good corn evil, and throwing it into the clouds, raining down on the good folks of our country, and doing what we don't know. But doing something most likely. Okay, and now we we also hear a lot about the the new corn order, the the omnipresent Illuminati's secret corn rituals, hypnotizing the masses to support their corporations. What are they doing with corn? What are they doing in these rituals? We got questions. We need answers. I know some big players out there in the corn game that would have answers, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw their name out there because I I respect the safety of my friends and family and I don't want to be putting anyone at risk, but there are some big players out there in this new so called new corn order. We have to be mindful that it's a bigger world out there than we think sometimes, you know? There is some corn stuff happening, and we got to watch out for that. And uh, moving forward, UCO sightings, unidentified flying corn reported in rural t- Kentucky, southern Alabama, and even upper Midwest Nunavut. Not a whole lot of corn up there. Pretty crazy they've seen it flying through the sky. 
or so they report they've seen it flying through the sky. These corn sightings have been happening for as long as I've been around. Uh, you'll be enjoying a nice starry night, and you'll, you'll be looking up in the sky, and whoa, 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 what was that? What was that? Unidentified corn objects in the sky all around the world. There's been reports, but there's been some recent ones too. So that's another thing to kind of watch out for. And then one thing uh, that you hear about on some corners of the interweb, corners <laughs> of the interweb, is corn squatch. Lab experiments deep in the vast wilderness of British Columbia, developing a vegetable beast hybrid to counter the rising number of wolves. I know wolves over there are beginning to be a problem. So for scientists in a secret lab in the forests of British Columbia to be developing a vegetable beast hybrid is not too far-fetched, in my opinion to counter the outbreak of wolves happening. What would you rather have, a, a corn squatch running around or uh, a trillion wolves ravaging the hillsides? I think the answer is pretty, pretty evident that it would be the corn squatch. So that ends our corn conspiracies for the week. Now to dive in to some corn tales where we like to bring up any creative musings, writings, um, the creative thoughts, corn, corn tales, okay? To corn or not to corn is the question here. So, this goes into an old ancient Native American myth surrounding how corn came to be, because boy, was it an important role in the Native American life. The Seneca Indians of the Northeast tell of a beautiful woman who lived on a cliff and sang to the village below. Her song told an old man to climb to the top and be her husband. At first he refused because the climb was so steep, but the villagers persuaded him to go. When the old man reached the top, the woman asked him to make a love to her. She also taught him how to care for a young plant that would grow on the spot where they made love. The old man fainted as he embraced the woman, and when he awoke, the woman was gone. Five days later, he returned to the spot to find a corn plant. He husked the corn and gave some grains to each member of the tribe. The Seneca then shared their knowledge with other tribes, spreading corn around the world. <laughs> now ain't that just the gosh darn nicest story about corn you've ever heard? Oh man, they shared their corn with everyone. And that's a lesson that we can throw on the many facets of our lives. Oh boy, I just gotta gather my senses here for a little bit. That threw me for a loop. Man, I didn't expect to get so emotional on a on a beautiful, beautiful Monday, talking about corn with you guys. Okay, I'm feeling better. And you know what? Nothing to feel better than a few corn jokes. This is a segment that we like to call, Hold On To Your Corn. 
I can't take credit for any of these jokes, but boy do I wish I would have known a few of them during my single years. So, how much does a pirate pay for corn? A buccaneer. <laughs> okay. What do you get when a truck runs over a corn cob? Creamed corn. <laughs> Creamed corn. What is the most mythical vegetable? Hmm. Thinking, thinking. The unicorn. <laughs> well, well, well. That ends the podcast for the week. Corn cast episode two. Hold on to your corn. And in closing, we'll have another quote by once again a famous classical economist talking about corn. And this quote really speaks to the necessity of corn, the inherent human um, uh, need for corn. It's practical, purposeful, and I hope for a thousand more years plentiful. I quote, Corn is necessary, silver is only superfluidity. Adam Smith. That's all for this week, folks. Tune in next week as we have another exciting corn cast coming out of my mouth and into your ears. Bye, folks. Goodbye.